You can hear me good, Alec. Podcast already, we're already off to a great start. We're 20 minutes ahead of schedule. We are 20 minutes See ahead. See how you flip the script on them? I mean, so you set yourself up for success? Exactly. Exactly. Set yourself up for success. Everybody, welcome back. I don't know what, what episode this is. I've lost count, which is a good thing. Mm. But welcome to your first class on critical race theory. <laughs> Since they could, they're trying to cut it out of schools and we're giving it to you for free. Right, on, right here on the Boston Bro Show. Jeremy's here. I'm here. I'm Czech, as y'all know and love. Um, Alec is here behind the boards, of course. And we are back. We are back. Um, to give you the knowledge that the government, Republican government, is trying to keep from you. You know, I, there was a period of time in my life where I lived in Florida for a couple of years, right? And I had a nice, beautiful home down there and I had some very, very nice neighbors. Mm-hmm. And I got to learn firsthand that that term, Southern hospitality, is a real thing. Indeed. Because for as racist as a history as the state of Florida may have had, I can say with a straight face, not at any point when I was living down there that I ever felt like I was a nigger mm-hmm. in terms of how they treated me. Mm-hmm. So perhaps I was way too comfortable. Perhaps they played the game very well. Whatever it was, that was the case. But I say that to say this. At one point, I had a neighbor who was a retired, I want to say... English teacher because he taught me some history but once he was a retired English teacher from that state and he took the time to show me an old history book and he went on to explain to me that down there that the Civil War down to their books was written as the War of Northern Aggression being taught in different districts and areas throughout that state of Florida. Mm -hmm. So this is not even a case of history repeating itself. This is a case of history just continuing in -hmm. terms of the whitewashing, the the (laughs) complete denial of things that we know that were done that were just wrong. It just continues on with this whole critical race theory situation we're about to get into right now because fuck reparations and trying to make up for our mistakes. Let's just act like it never happened. Let's just not talk about it. Yeah, man. Yeah. And you know, I didn't, it sucks. I didn't even want to, we didn't even want to start here. We just, I mean, we always, we have a bunch of topics we're going to go over and we always plan to go over, but sometimes we just roll with it, you know? And um, I honestly haven't even been giving, I literally just said that because I, that was something that was just on my mind as of today. Mm -hmm. I haven't really even given it much thought or much investigation. Mm -hmm. I don't know like the true, true um, logistics of everything that's going down. Um, But all I know is baseline stuff. I know baseline that um, racists do not, they think that the way we solve racism is by completely ignoring it. They think that if we just don't pay attention to those things, then they won't exist, which honestly is all just um, 
bullshit for lack of better lack for better words it's all further systemic racism like this is just another form of systemic racism we we erase the fact that racism exists and we erase it from our children's books we don't and we do not allow their minds to go to a place where the exact term critical race theory um exists so yeah that's that like um um sorry let's go through my turn out here where you just said oh, <laughs> yeah man I mean, nah man ultimately it's it's the way, way i see it is like because if all i know right now in terms of what's going on in some of these southern states more in particularly what's happening in texas and the way i read that the law that i think is correct there if i'm wrong is it greg abbott the name of the governor down there uh, or something Abbott, I think. Yeah, you're um, right, Greg Abbott. Something yeah. racist and Republican. Something yeah. fucking cornballish. Well, we can't say that about him. He's in a wheelchair, Jackie. That's 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 a whole different area right there. We can't talk about the disabled. Fuck that nigga. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> so the um, so the law that he signed into the books ultimately is saying that you cannot compel public school teachers to talk about racism, i.e. critical race theory or any type of curriculum like that, which ultimately gives the power to the teachers to say, yeah, we're just not going to talk about that. We could, we could say whatever you want in regards to slavery. We could spin it however we want, et cetera. The school cannot compel us, even if we're assigned a curriculum, to follow that curriculum as it relates to race issues. And what makes it such a, an egregious act is the fact that teachers don't have that type of leeway in pretty much any other facet within that curriculum. So if you want to talk about, you know, racism, that, that, uh, that, that goes into the realm of what? History and, uh, and uh, politics and, and those type of classes, right? They don't have that type of leeway when they're in the science class, the math class. Man, can you imagine if the governor signed into law and said, yeah, you don't have to teach them what the, what the division sign means. You have that option of just leaving that part out. Don't even bring it up. Don't let these kids know that they have the option to divide, Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, it's, um, you know, if if shit like this really puts you in a place where like, um, things are truly no longer like, ah, how do I put it? It gives no, it puts nobody in my gray area for me mm-hmm. you know there's times where i'm like like i don't think people understand what it is it's like like really like like and of course all of our listeners are from the new england area so i assume that naturally um it's we we do get a very mixed bag when it comes to our listeners mm-hmm. and so but i know that for the most part whether you're um, a person of color listening to this or you're a woman or or anything that kind of makes you a subdivision of a of a hetero a cisgendered heterosexual white male mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so if you're not that person you know there's points in your lives where you look at a person or you encounter a person, right? And they make you have to think whether you're a woman and oh, I look at this man and I have to think this man might harm me. 
Or if you're a black, black woman, this man might harm me or this white man might harm me. This white woman might harm me or, or things like that. Or the way that they think of me is something more than just basically human. They see me as like something they can take advantage of. They see me as something. So when I look, when things like this go down and now when I encounter people, especially from like Southern states, you know, it forces me beyond, beyond just like your racism and things like that. It's, it's like you are active beyond just like the racism you probably grew up with and you are just used to. Right. Um, that's, that's fucking catered, you know, rocked you to sleep every night. Um, you now are actively voting for and supporting politicians that are actively trying to erase our history and erase the fact that racism exists and are actively trying to uphold and build new building blocks onto systemic racism as we're trying to call it out. Mm -hmm. And we got to keep building, Chuck. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bill. For, I'm sorry, Bill, for ten, Bill from Tennessee. I just can't vibe with you. I just can't talk to you. I just can't joke with you. I can't have a beer summit with you. Mm. I can't. Mm. I can't. I can no longer do that. You know, like. There really is no like when people use those words like deplorables and, and shit like that and the people beyond saving it's like you're beyond saving because you're actively trying to get me killed actively i'm supposed to try and put my hand out to you put out the olive branch to you when you are actively trying to get me killed and just because you're not calling me a nigger then i have to play nice that's the world that we're living in right now. That's the country we're living in. Unless they call me a nigger straight to my face or actively try to shoot me, they can do all of this systemic shit right in my face. They get to play in my face all the time. And that's where I'm at with this. That's where I'm at with this shit. It's like, like I really, they're pushing us to the edge. You know, um, yeah, that's that's it. That's it. That's my that's my uh, funny thing about when you get to the edge. That's where the newfound land usually is. Yeah, you. I mean, we become colonizers then. <laughs> um, because yo, and then then today, today period, man. Shout out, I, yo. Today has just been like hit after hit after hit. Mm, yeah, yeah. Wake up in the morning. Roll out of bed, and let's just get to basketball. Let's get to the NBA yeah. playoffs. We got a lot of we got a lot of shit to discuss. I don't even have. I know the things that we we said in the in the group chat. I don't have them all rolled up. We could probably segue this better into something else. Just I mean, not thing. just Go into ahead. sports, but um, just like you know, the COVID shit, right? Mm -hmm. Chris Paul, wake yeah. up in the morning, yeah. boom, Chris Paul has COVID. Yeah. After last night. KD, I'm on a high basketball wise, yeah. right? KD goes off 
two days before that, the fucking Clippers look like the contenders that I know them to be. You know what I mean? Kawhi's going off. PG's going off. Did y'all watch the games? Yeah, yeah. You watched the games, Ali? I saw the Nelson game, but I didn't see the... the... The Clippers game. Yeah. Yeah, you know, things are like, even without um, um, Kyrie and shit, um, we didn't even get to discuss Kyrie getting hurt. Mm-hmm. We didn't even, even discuss that. We can we can later. Yeah. Um, but just to get this set the scene... Um, I'm feel I'm off a high last night. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, these teams are starting to battle now. Let's see what what comes out of that that Eastern Conference matchup with the Bucks and the Nets, and what comes out of um and that the series are tied in in uh, Atlanta and Philly, and mm-hmm. um the the Clippers are back on, and the Suns are laying in wait mm-hmm. and laying in wait. Mm-hmm. Boom! Wake up. Chris Paul has COVID. He's going into COVID protocol. My initial thoughts is, wow, did I have a bunch of questions and they saying it's, it's indefinite time, right? Mm-hmm. Which I don't believe at all, nigga. This is the NBA. This is the fucking playoffs. I, but like, I really want to know if they're really going to put him into full 14 day fucking quarantine. That's my first question. Mm-hmm. Um, my second question is, did he not get vaccinated? Yeah, that was my that was my first question actually. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, did he did he not get vaccinated? And this because I know that protocol when you when you are vaccinated is different. Mm-hmm. They're way more lenient when you're when you you know what I mean. The only thing that they're really against is you still going to large groups and stuff with people that aren't vaccinated. But that's why they tried to say like the like the that's why they gave LeBron the, the passes. The people they said they showed the proof that the people that were with him and stuff they they had to show proof of vaccination. Blah 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 blah. But they still haven't proven even shown if if LeBron was vaccinated. Mm. Nevertheless, but you know it's the playoffs. They're gonna protect they they're gonna protect LeBron. But I'm like, that's where my because at first I felt bad. I felt like bad. Cause you know me, fuck Chris Paul. I don't like Chris Paul. Y'all know I don't like Chris Paul. But once again, though, I don't not like niggas if you're not great. Mm-hmm. And Chris Paul is fucking great. He's an all time great. Mm-hmm. I, you know what I mean? But I was, I couldn't escape the the thought process of fuck that nigga. Mm. <laughs> Fuck him! On in this in the in the terms of me feeling bad about him catching cold catching COVID and being out, mm-hmm. and like this was his shot. Mm-hmm. The Nets are playing great. I mean, the the Suns are playing great. People are talking about him. Do the talk that like, yo, this is his chance. He's finally earned this chance. They're giving him all his accolades, and then boom, he fucking catches COVID. And it's like, I don't feel bad for you at all if you did not get vaccinated, right? If he did not get vaccinated, I do not feel bad for him at all. And the reason why is because I fully support you if you do not want to get vaccinated. I have no problem with anyone not wanting to get vaccinated. But I don't feel bad for you if you don't get vaccinated and you do not get to participate in the things that vaccinated people get to participate in. That's part of the game. That's the agreement. That's the sacrifice. Because you don't want to get vaccinated. You don't get to get to participate in those activities. And if you get vaccinated, 
the risk is you are taking on the risk of the new vaccination. So with that, you get to participate in the, in the, in the other things. So it's like you and some of your teammates did, and you did it. And this is me talking. If Chris Paul did not get vaccinated, your some of your teammates did a lot of players in the league did, and you didn't. And now you're in quarantine. And now you're about to miss the Western. You're about to miss the Western Conference Finals, and your team is going to be eliminated now. Where you had a chance to win a championship, now you don't. So to me, that's on you. How do y'all feel? In the context of the NBA, these players, whether or not they get vaccinated or not, first and foremost, I don't think it's anybody's business because anybody's healthcare and shit like that. So you can you're free to ask the question, but you you have a right to ask the question, but you don't have a right to the answer. But within the context of okay, this is your job, you're in the NBA. As far as I, my understanding is, the NBA hasn't mandated that the players get vaccinated or anything like that. I'm sure that the NBA is strongly recommending it based off of all those advertisements I'm seeing and things like that. Mm-hmm. But as it relates to Chris Paul, it's like, I agree with you in the, in that sense where it's like, bro, this is, especially when you're an athlete, right? When you're already in a position where you make your money off of your body and maintaining your body, mm-hmm. and you're in a situation now where your whole, at the end of the day, people like Chris Paul weren't made uncomfortable enough for them to even see this even being an issue. Right. You know, when you are a professional athlete in this country, in the world, but in particular here, you are the gods. Mm-hmm. You are amongst the gods here. Yeah. You know, the when it comes to true admiration and praise and all that, and you get to move how gods get to move. And when you're used to just doing whatever you want and not having to think deeply about consequences, right. particularly because you never really have to pay them. And by the way, like, just just one. I just want to say this one proper this one thing for context. Chris Paul is the president of the players. Yeah, union. yeah, yeah. There's layers to this, but it's Chris Paul. Yeah. That's why I don't want to spend too much time talking yeah. about Chris Paul. Yeah. But it's like. When this, when this is what you do and you make money off of your body and it's your priority to take care of it and you see the situation that's going on, this is just a long-term effects when you're an athlete, you, you're an athlete, you made to this level and you, let, let's, let, let, let's think of it from Chris Paul's point of view, right? Okay, I get the vaccine, cool, whatever. If I don't get the vaccine, what's the difference? I'm still Chris Paul. I'm, there's nothing that's gonna, even if I, unless I actually go ahead and just get it, and I could actually get not COVID. play and get COVID yeah. and actually end up not playing like it seems like what's happening now. Right. But again, you're not thinking like that because you're yeah. thinking, no, I'm a super athlete anyways. I'm going to be fine. And even if I'm not, if I get it, I'm not going to get sick or die from it. And the league's not going to sit me. No. They're not going to sit me. No. So... No. From my point of view, that's what it is. Now, I don't know the full details of it because I didn't know if he was um, in the protocol because he actually tested positive for it yes, or was he exposed did, but, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying he tested positive he for He tested it. positive. So now he has to go through quarantine. Yeah, they'll do their quarantine or they'll do their retesting or whatever. But the way that it looks right now, this is a real bad hit on your legacy. Yeah. And uh, in a lot of different ways. A lot, a lot of different ways. Yeah, from what we know right now, 
They haven't said that's why that's why that like yo that indefinite amount shit is like is like because everybody I've seen everybody that's caught COVID has been legit at least at least 10, 10 days. Yeah. Um, and when they came back, they didn't look the same. Right. And that's the other thing. Through. That's the other thing the that they about played. it too. Like we, it's not just about Chris Paul catching COVID and being in quarantine. Even if you have the mild system, even if you, you, you know what I mean? Even if you've had the mild symptoms, like, like Jason Tatum had when he, when he got it, like Marcus Smart had when he got it, um, Evan Fournier got, had when he got it, and other players in the league, you still come back and shit is different. You're breathing different. You know what I mean? And it's I'm like, he's, different. yeah, I'm breathing different. You out here like Ace Boogie, like you are, you're not your full self. So it's like, um, and this is all hypothetical. This is all our feelings. Everything that we just discussed is all hypothetical. All hypothetical on if he actually did get vaccinated or not. Yeah, I just looked it up right now. Mm -hmm. Rachel Nichols tweeted an hour ago that Matt Barnes spoke to Chris Paul this morning, I guess, and said that Chris Paul claims that he is vaccinated. Okay. But he okay. still has to go through several steps to return to Okay, good. Windows. All right. There it is. There it is. Then. So- Here's the thing, though. Okay, so I'll have to see what the protocol is when you are actually vaccinated. Yeah. Okay, so that answers the word. See, we got a lot of breaking news here, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the greatest podcast in the world. Yeah, good. So, so okay, so he is vaccinated, yeah. so he got exposed, and now he has to go through a protocol. He has to do something quarantine. He probably has to, he probably has to keep testing until he tests positive. I mean, test negative. But, but wait a, a minute. A few times. And again, this is off of Matt Barnes' information, ultimately, then? Yeah. I mean, Mark, Matt Barnes works for ESPN now. I he know, just can't be, I know. He just but, you can't know, be spewing. Come on, but do it here like that, I'm good. <laughs> but whatever, we'll take it for now. Okay, so ultimately, this is Matt Barnes' sourcing. Cool. All right. Um, well, he's vaccinated. So there goes that argument in terms of his responsibility and legacy. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, this and, is all hypothetical. And, yeah, yeah like, like, like we were saying. Um, but now I'm just intrigued from the point of view, okay, well... If you're fucking vaccinated, what happened here then? What's the issue that the league feels that you have to... Because if he's testing positive then? Yeah. So he, he says positive. he's vaccinated, but he's still testing positive. Yeah, there's still... Even if you test... Because the thing is, you know, you know by, by the, the vaccine, if, if you test positive, you can still give it to other people. You know what I mean? So, and they've been testing people periodically. Everyone gets tested. Yeah. Well, so it's just, like, that so that's, goes. so there's a, there's a protocol. That's why the, the that's why the core, the, the thing was indefinite. Cause I know this protocol, because once they, once they lifted the mandates and all that other shit, the NBA put out a new thing. They were like, they were like, here's the new protocol. If you test, if you unvaccinated and you test positive, same protocol. Mm -hmm. If you, but if you are vaccinated and you test positive, then it's different. It's a way shorter, yeah. shorter thing. Yeah, the thing, um, the thing I'm harping on in particular here is just the fact that you can still, depending on which vaccine that you take, you could take it and still test positive. All of them, you it. can. I know that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. You can. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. There's the fact that we're still in that stage is what I'm trying to get at. Like, wow, that's the seriousness of the issue and then people having to better, get a better understanding of it yeah. because if the whole idea is well not enough people are getting vaccinated this is how people think they think on that first level of it of well what's the point of taking it if I can still test positive yeah, if and it still fuck up my life anyways I want to be able to take this shit never test positive again and da 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 da, da. 
You know, so that's why it's important for people to get properly educated about what the vaccine is, how it actually right. works, and the process that we're in in terms of getting a better understanding of the long-term effects of everything. But ultimately, to take it back to Chris Paul, all those I'm glad they say all those nasty things I want to say about yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, even hypothetically, <laughs> even <laughs> hypothetically. <laughs> but you know what? It, it's like. It's just crazy because they like they throw the whole damn NBA playoffs away at this point. Let's get to it. Everything's tainted, man. Let's go. Let's like, get to it. Let's, let's get to let's, Kawhi, man. Like like you got the clip. The the, the Suns here are waiting for all intensive purposes on the Clippers. The Clippers have been looking against the Jazz, and depending on what PG does, what tonight? Tonight, Paul George. They play tonight, right? Tonight. Listen. Jason Tatum didn't make an all-NBA team this yes, year. Yes, he did. No, he did not. Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe Paul George did. Paul, nigga, I'm not worried. I'm not. And here's the thing. Paul George did, but Paul George has a, had a really good season. Jimmy Butler, on the fucking other hand, <sighs> nigga shot 24% from three. And like, four, this nigga, yo... Man, that, from, I didn't... Aside ahead, from I'm that, sorry. Paul George needs to look like he earned that spot tonight. But he... If, I mean, he, he will. He does. Like, yeah. like he earns that spot tonight. Kawhi's going to be gone. The team's going to be leaning on you to get things done the way that we know you're capable of getting shit done. Yeah. Bottom line. Bottom line. Hot, I don't care about how, what's going on. Pandemic P, all this name calling, none of that. What are you going to do tonight? What are you going to do? And what you do yeah. tonight is going to speak very emphatically about people's opinions of you, whether or not they're justified or not. Yeah. It's a At lot the of the day. The argument about Paul is, are you really, can you be that guy though? Can you be that guy? Yeah. I don't, yeah. I, with, with, with Paul George, it's, um, it's one of those, it's become one of those things where like he put the target on his back on himself. Sure. You know, he did it to himself to a point where people, now, he Paul pierced himself, but Paul Pierce didn't put the target on his back. The Celtics put the target on his back because he's a Celtic um, in a sense where people, Paul Pierce, I mean, Paul George is fucking great. He's really, he's a great basketball player, but he put the target on his back so staunchly that every time he plays poorly, you see it everywhere. You see a stat line. You see everything. But when he plays great, you don't see shit. These last two games, he's played great. You don't see shit. And Kawhi was the one, game one and two, that wasn't playing to his, you know what I mean? But that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because you're not even going to see it. You know? So, Paul George, he's in a position now where, do you now, can the Clippers win a championship without Paul, with just Paul George now, without Kawhi Leonard? But all these injuries um, happen in the NBA, they just might. That's the thing. That's the thing. <laughs> Wide open. But, but exactly. That's what I, exactly what I was about to say. It's like, it's like originally you would be like, no. Yeah. No. Absolutely not. Yeah. And, and I don't know if y'all heard, of course, of course y'all fucking heard, but Kawhi Leonard, they fear that he tore his ACL, which, dog, that's, man, listen. Um, so what, do we know at what point, like, did he suffer this injury in like a like practice or something? No, no, it was during the game last night. Oh. What happened was he like kind of banged knees with I think like Royce O'Neal mm. um when they were like running side by side with each other and then he kind of like you know he saw him like limp a little bit or whatever and then he still played a couple more minutes and then he sat. 
And he sat like with like, I want to say, not last night, it was the night before. Um, I want to say um, he sat down with like three minutes left. And the game was like a 15-point game. Um, but it was usually a point in the game where he still would have been in. Mm-hmm. And then they sat him, right? They sat him down. And... Um, but nevertheless, like the Jazz tried to come back, they cut it to 10, and then PG brought PG and them brought that shit battery right up back up to 15, 20. Like it was a wrap. Um, then they interviewed him at the game and they after the game and they asked him, like, yo, how's your knee? Da, da, da. He's like, No, nah, my knee's fine. Like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, he's like, Yeah, dude. They were like, Oh, he just banged it. He's gonna be fine. You don't hear nothing about it until this fucking morning. And they say, He's out. He's going to be out today. He's going to be out game five, the game five tonight, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, with the knee, just like, sounds precautionary. You know what I mean? Like, he bumps and he probably got a knee bruise, some shit like that. Something he probably could play. That's what I'm thinking. He probably could play, but dog, it's it's a lot to risk right now. He'll probably be limping. He'll be better in game game six. And then not even an hour later, that's when I got, you know what I mean? Um, I think it was a Shams or Woj said the shit that they feared that he tore his ACL. And like, how the fuck did it escalate to that? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, like, that that just shook me. Like straight up, that like shook. Like seeing that shook me. Like because I was loving watching Kawhi play, and it's just like the Rondo ACL tear. You don't like when someone get it. It always hurts to hear that news when you didn't see it happen. It didn't happen like it did happen on the court, but it didn't happen like he went down. Yo, yo, there's report. Yo, he like, yo, I heard Kawhi went down. It's not like how how Kawhi went down. It happened on the floor. The flooded tweets happened. Da, 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 da. We all thought Kawhi was cool. We all were anticipating game five tonight to see what they because if they won that game in Utah, it's a wrap. Utah's reeling. They got nothing for these niggas. And, and if they win this game in Utah, they go to the top of the list to me of championship contenders even over the nets to me um but so good but we hear Kawhi. they fear that he tore his acl and it's like and it's like um there's no they probably got to do their mris we'll probably find out tomorrow um or later tonight who knows we'll probably tomorrow we'll probably find out but what it looks like and even if he didn't tear his acl something might have happened so he's probably going to be out at gonna be out for the playoffs so now when you got them fucked up Kawhi's fucked up um um what's his name um um Chris Paul and COVID protocol Joel Embiid his knee is still fucked up he's still playing on it yeah but his knee is still fucked up the healthiest in and so is Donovan Mitchell Donovan Mitchell's playing through a knee injury the healthiest team that's left is the Hawks. <laughs> They're the healthiest team left. Can you imagine? Can you fucking Can imagine? Can you fucking imagine the Atlanta Hawks? When you check it, how dare you? How fucking dare you? That's how wide open it is right now. <laughs> that's so true, though. <laughs> it might come down to the last healthy team standing. <laughs> and we and if we go back to. When we started this, when we started this, this started the season, mm-hmm. and how we talked about how quick of a season this is, yeah. how short of an off season this is, 
And then we got more evidence from the, the injuries of all the players that played deep into the playoffs last year. And then all the teams that were in the conference finals, with the exception of Denver, each and every one of them did not make it out the first round. The Celtics, the Lakers, the, the Heat, um, the Nuggets made it out of the first round and then got swept in the second round. We're sitting at teams that either didn't make it, didn't make the playoffs last year at all. Um, the two teams that did not make the playoffs last year are the most healthiest teams in the Hawks and the Suns. And then you got, and then you got the, the Nets who didn't make the playoffs last year. They're just, I mean, they're older and they're dealing with their injuries and shit like that. And then you got, of course, so the are you telling me I got mentally prepare myself for the battle of the Lightskins this year? Yes. For a Corey Booker versus yes. Trey Young final. Yes. Yes. The dirty tennis ball head versus Devin Booker. The beige mamba. The beige mamba, I guess. And it's I ain't gonna disrespect this game. Two of these That's, niggas. Listen, Devin played. Listen, Devin I got a played lot to like say. a mixed white boy, like I an angry a, mixed white boy. I got a lot to say about Devin Booker, but I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, I ain't gonna save it. I'm not gonna save it. I'm gonna say what I have to say about Devin off, Booker. I'm gonna say what I'm saying off, about Devin get Booker. Off, get it off. Devin Booker is in year six. That's what we're here for. Uh huh. And Devin Booker, y'all been y'all are sucking his dick. Mm. Listen. Devin Booker is a good player. Mm. He's a good player. But Devin Booker is not be better than Jason Tatum. He's not better than Donovan Mitchell. He's not better than Jamal Murray to me. He's not better than um he's not better than Jalen Brown to he, me. He is rather he's, one trick ponyish. Like, bro, like I know this is the first time y'all seeing him in the playoffs and it's great. And y'all been wanting to see him in the playoffs forever, but y'all talking about Denver, Devin Booker, like he's Kobe, bro. The Suns beat a injury depleted Lakers mm -hmm. and an injury depleted nuggets. And they did what they were supposed to do. These niggas, yo, and that's why this shit pisses me off because if they had to go up against the Clippers, the Clippers would would eat them alive to me. They would eat them alive. Yeah. And I think the Jazz are a better team. They're a better, deeper team. And I know in the season series, I think the Suns beat them every game. But the playoffs are a different beast. Yeah, man, and that should, rotation gets shorter. And that Jazz team has veterans and they've been here before. The Suns let Jay Crowder shoot at least 12 threes a game. And they need him to shoot that. And I'm not saying Jay, Jay Crowder's trash. Mm -hmm. He's a 3 and D guy. But they're giving him Chris Middleton shot attempts. Yeah. They're giving like, no, y'all don't have enough people that are going to get you buckets. And that's what it means. That's what it needs. Because I need to see the Suns up against the wall. I need to see the Suns have to trade buckets with niggas the way that, the, that, that how it is in the playoffs. You know what I mean? I want to see Devin Booker have to get guarded by Kawhi. And when they switch off Kawhi, it's Paul George. And when they switch off Paul George, it's, 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 it's Beverly. And when they switch off Beverly, it's Ronda. When, they, that's, when you're doing that against those guys, that's when... I'll give um, Devin Booker his flowers. But to me, they're having a good run. But I'm not, y'all are, they crowning Devin Booker. Like, 
Yo, relax. That's all I'm saying. Relax. Give it some time. Because it's like, that's the same thing what, like when I say about like the way that Devin, it's like, remember when I said that in the podcast last week about like how, how Jalen and Jason are both viewed in the league as if they... They, they, it's getting skewed with it as if they're underachieving mm, mm. or some shit, right? And it's like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because Devin Booker hasn't sniffed the playoffs. And he's in year six. Jalen Brown was in year five and, and Jason Tatum was in year four. But it's like, we look at them as if they're younger than him, have never missed the playoffs, but we they're looking at them like, I don't know if this team, those teams leading the team could get it, could get it done. But Devin Booker gets a pass because they were the Suns. They sucked for so long, and it, it was only just him. And it's like, what? That's what. But that's the narrative that they love to do. Like when your team isn't over for certain people, like the rules change for people that we like because for Luca, they Luca has no help. Mm. For for and he doesn't for, have an attitude problem. For Trey well. Young, Trey Young didn't have no help. But then all of a sudden when they're playing there, they can only, they're almost beating motherfuckers. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's all Luca. It's all Trey Young. <laughs> like, no, Trey Young has, has fucking, um, other talented players, other talented players around. He has Herter. He has Clint Capella. He has, um, John Collins. He has fucking, um, um, Gallinari. He has like fam. They, he, they've got a squad over in Atlanta. They didn't have the right coach. Yeah. But they got a squad. Shout out to Nate McMillan. So stop it. So stop it. Um, but nevertheless, that's my. The, the, I hope I made my Let point me. clear. Like, I love. I like Devin Booker. Don't get me wrong. But y'all, like, you don't like, like that nigga. Stop lying. Like fam. Like dog. Like. Like he hasn't been battle tested enough for yeah, you. Yeah, like yeah. y'all are ready to crown this nigga. Yeah, like, yeah. like, what do you mean? Like, you know, you're not battle tested. Like, for to be getting this type of clout that you getting. Yeah. I mean, I think that anytime any form of media wants to crown like any player to me, I always take that shit with a massive grain of salt because of what they were doing with Miami and Tyler Hero and shit. Right, exactly. exactly. And it's funny exactly. because now they're ready to feed this nigga to the sharks. Sure, sharks, bro. <laughs> Say why this thing is going to be a Shanghai shark experience. Yes. Like like, Have fun in China and yeah, shit, bro. So they they, trying to- they flip the script every every other way they want. So like really, doesn't yeah, you're, yeah. Right, you're right. You're right. You're nah, right. This media shit's yeah, nasty, it's bro. It's nasty, it's but it's nasty when you start, when you see them doing it. Yeah. yeah. You see them doing it. You see them bleeding. Tyler Hero is a real hero. Yo, that nigga's in that. He was a camp under that jersey. He's in the fucking music videos with that other white boy rapper. Yeah, that Yakubian. Yo, listen. They making songs about him. Like, come on, my G. white boy summer, man. That's that white propaganda, bro. That's that white propaganda. You can't tell me you're a white rapper. You got a hit record. And and you decide. You have 800 NBA players to fucking name, make a song about. And you chose the one white boy, right? Mm Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, man! Come on, man! That's propaganda, man! That's propaganda. Cap, 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 cap. Exactly. Cap, cap, cap. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my spiel about 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 thing. But but long we we saying about Paul George. But yeah, now it's like with all these injuries, now we beg the question: like Paul, are you good enough? Because don't tell me you're not better than Donovan Mitchell. Do you think you're not better than Donovan mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell? Mm. If you think you're better than Donovan Mitchell, then you need to lead this Clippers team then. Y'all have talent. That Clippers team has talent. And they play great defense. 
and they're the best three-point shooting team in the league. You need to lead this fucking team. It's on you, Paul. Well, we'll see. We'll see if Paul can step up to the plate. But since we're all in a given a little soliloquy mode, yes. let me ask y'all about Always. this. What, what league boasts the most cheaters? Baseball. The most You're cheaters. You're talking about like professional league, you mean? Yeah, professional. Like sports and shit? Like different? No, no, no. What sport period? Oh. It doesn't, we, we could, we could, we, you could give me both answers. What sport period and then what sport professionally? If the answers are different. But what do you mean by cheaters? I'm sorry to like ask. What, like individual guys who cheat in their sport. So cheating in the NFL is, is, you know, faking you have an arm injury so, you can, so, the, so they could put a wrap on your arm. Now you have a club there. Right, cheating the sport, in the NBA and football is deflating footballs. Perhaps the sport is soccer hmm. to me. Mm. The most po- cheaters because literally part of the game is you faking shit, mm. you faking mm. injuries, you faking. Now, is that really a part of the game, or has the bitch asses just run amok for too long that it appears that it's a part of the game? I mean, that's a decent argument, but. I guess I would say, I would still say, I would still say, I mean, this che- cheating is rampant. It's cheating rampant. is rampant. It's whether, it. whether it's legislated, like yeah. in the, in like, like, like it's hush hush in the in baseball, right? Mm-hmm. And Very hush hush. And in then on, in, the, in the NBA, it's, it's on the court. It's yeah. just pussy, pussy yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Um, that's misogynistic. Yeah. Let's say wussy. It's wussy <laughs> uh, in, in the basketball court. Um, <laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't know. What, what What are you trying to say? I'm not trying to say anything. I'm just asking in general because it's like, I was reading these uh, these articles all this week about baseball and they're trying to crack down. I guess there's something going on with pitchers now and they're greasing the balls mm-hmm. just to get a better pitch. It's hilarious, isn't it, Alec? They're greasing the damn balls. So it goes, they throw it faster? So they go faster or slicker it's, or if you do hit it, you know, you're not be able to make as much contact. Contact on it. Who knows? I don't know, rash, I don't know, I don't know the rationale behind why that methodology, but I just know that's what they're doing. And it just like, and I was just thinking to myself like, Baseball players to me are the biggest fucking cheaters. Yeah, definitely. Or like of if, all yeah, the yeah. sports, like it's all athletic. sports has its cheating, right? But for me, like like that comment you said about like with with, with soccer, it's like it's so it's like it's a part of the sport them faking and stuff, right? Even if I conceded that argument to you uh, about that, you're aspect right. Of it, you're right. It's still baseball because with baseball, it's like it's legislated, bro. It's, it's legislated, le- and it's like it's very it's it's hush hush. It's like you know it's a part of the game. It's, yeah, it's it's the unwritten rules and all this. Baseball got mad unwritten rules. And the it's, most unwritten rules. I mean, it's based off cheating. Literally, this sta- <laughs> none of the stadiums you steal are a base. none of the yeah. You steal a base. You 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 but you, you literally all of it's literally baseball is literally based off of unfairness. Mm. All of the stadiums are different designs. Mm. I can hit a ball mm. fucking three hundred feet mm. in Fenway Park and hit a fucking wall, or if I hit it in Yankee Stadium, that shit is landing in the Hudson. You mm. know what I mean? Like mm. you, it's it's. It's straight up in one league the pitchers hit in the other <laughs> league the, the, you know what I mean we have designated hitters like it's insanity it's insanity like but I don't mean to cut you you was no, doing no, no, thing because no, I just want to have the whole conversation because yeah. it's just like I really feel that way and it's just like and then you put it all together like is this why it's called America's pastime <laughs> oh shit like real talk 
I hate to go there, but I love to go there. Let's go there. Let's do it. I mean, this is this is the sport y'all claim. This is this is America. This is let's traverse this road. Let's uh, this is America. Let's go on this journey. But this sport boasts, and, and the thing that always goes against me is because baseball is still the last sport in America that's like dominated by by white men, right? And just you never hear sports personalities talk about baseball players. When they're going in on them, they will talk about a player out of the NBA. Of course. Of course. And you have countless, like, like people always want to talk about NFL players and their run-ins with the law. Woo, 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 woo. But my goodness, have we not heard enough? Hard, we got Roger Clemens stories that I still hear about. Mm-hmm. And I was even around then. I got, I got stories about... Um, about um, oh my goodness, who 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 was that pitcher? That pitcher for the Red Sox, Derek Lowe. Yeah. Back in the day, I ain't gonna put his business out there, but it's just I just find it interesting. Oh you oh you scared? I just find it interesting. <laughs> I just find it very interesting that a sport that's so rampant that the commissioner has to come out and say, okay, 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 now it's getting out of hand. This is too much. Y'all are putting grease on the baseballs. You're corking the bats. You're recording. You're, you, you want to talk about what, what Bill Belichick was accused of doing with the whole Spygate situation? You kidding me? Yo, listen. I don't want to talk about those things, my man. Listen. My dude Alex Cora did his time. <laughs> he did that. He did his fucking time. Hey, my man did his bid. He's he did back his home. He's he back home. I ain't saying nothing about the man. He did his year. I ain't saying nothing about the man. He did his year. Standing on his head. On his head. On his you head. You know what I mean? And he Stay served solid. his time. And Stay he's a, solid. he's an exonerated man. Listen. Hey, exonerated is uh, an, an important word, but I'll let you. I'll Listen, let it slide. All right. I'll let it slide. He exonerated <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> on this fucking. You're podcast. You're good here, Alex. You good here. Anybody named Alex is always good here. Yeah, what you mean? So talk about the Houston Astros when you talk about that <laughs> shit. All right? Talk about them niggas in Houston. Don't talk about the Red Sox. But that's that's my that's my own thing, man. I just it, I just find it very interesting that that sport and in the context of sports media, how that sport gets discussed and all this awe and amazement in the baseball hall of fame. And man, fuck the, them niggas, the, man. The, the, Straight whatever. up. Let Barry Bonds in, let Red Roger Clemens in, let Andy Pettit in. Let, let all my niggas in. Let all my niggas in. Let all my niggas in. Till the man. day, you know what I mean? Till all my niggas is in. Like, it's 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 like Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. Y'all just y'all just mad cause them niggas them niggas was juicing better than y'all. Like, come on, man. Facts. Come on, they man! Y'all niggas better than you. You cheated better than y'all. They were and they were willing and just like just like the vaccinated people, they were willing to take the risk. <laughs> you know what I mean? That y'all weren't able to do, and they're gonna risk. They ain't gonna take the consequences too. So they, you know what I mean? Just to circle back to that too about the whole about that too is like if he hadn't taken been vaccinated, the the, the thing that would have shocked me the most about it is you're a professional athlete with all the stuff y'all be pumping into your damn bodies. Mm. This is what you're worried mm. about. This is the this is what you decide to stand on, but. But to take it back, um, I to, the to take it back, <laughs> even back over to baseball, it's like the thing about baseball too is so tongue in cheek. But it's like I wish they came out the year Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire were going off and brought baseball back. Yeah, it got me into baseball. 
Got everybody into everybody baseball. Into baseball. Like, I keep, like I keep saying, no, it was the Red Sox and Pedro that brought me. No, it was it was Mark and Sammy that brought 19, me. And it just so happened, this is when Pedro was about to go off on yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah. So they, the two coincided together, but it was that home run run that brought me. How could you How could you not how could you not? know what was going on? How could you not? That shit swept, that shit swept the sports world. Who won the Super Bowl in 98 and 99? I don't fucking what know. What happened that some, year? Some white man. <laughs> John Elway. <laughs> like, I just I just wish that the sport got to a point where it was like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, they both NBA was locked out and shit. Yeah, the they're both on steroids. And this is what we could do when motherfuckers is on steroids. Yeah. Just put it out there. Yeah, baby. So anything we do, when we don't let them use stuff, this is this is we're killing the game. But we don't let them juice up. Otherwise, they're giving us these weak ass 35, 40 home runs years old. We want to see 100. Yeah, we, we want to see someone see, crack 100. Yeah, we want to see the 60s, man. 60s, 70s, baby. Shout out to my nigga Barry Bonds. You know what B-B, I mean? Big B's. Big B's. Big B's. Um, yeah, man. I mean, yeah, man. What time is it? It's uh, 827. Um, mm. We're like uh, 50 minutes in. Um yeah, I, you, yeah, baseball. That shit is a joke. I mean, th- like all that shit. That's the, that's why baseball is so lame. Like mm. I love baseball, of mm. course. I love the game. I love the socks, et cetera, et cetera. Um, shout out to Concepts for um, putting out that putting out that uh, that, that get, Red Sox hat. Did we get a check from them? We don't, not yet. I don't want to talk about. Them. Hey, but this might lead to the check. All right, fine. Continue. Yeah, yeah I mean. We'll see. Um, um, yeah, shout out to putting them like those uh, those Haiti those those Caribbean those Boston heritage hats that mm-hmm. had like the Haitian flag, Dominican flag, uh, Mexican flag, Cape Verdean flag. That was huge. That was re- um, that was really really huge for the city. Like that simple shit like that. Like that's like what I'm talking about. Because I do. Did I go on my rant about the yeah, Celtics? On the, on the la- about the, yeah, yeah. About I like I think on the last show we were, about we were just talking about it. Yeah. About doing about how the Celtics. Oh yeah. Representing the city and shit like that and doing things that are going to like the Celtics should be having Caribbean nights. Yeah. So the Celtics should be having times where we change the jury. And, and the, the thing that the thing that I wish that we'd had though this is completely off topic, but it segued from the Red Sox mm. to this shit because it made me think of the hat, whatever. Man, fuck y'all. So our our segues don't have to be perfect, nigga. Uh, eat this shit, uh, nigga. It's free. Why you keep um, talking? Uh, to listen, people, I be dog. trying Just to feed them. Lap- they will eat it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You're right. <laughs> Just feed them. You're right. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah, I'm like um, fuck. I lost myself trying to be too polite. See, um, Celtics Caribbean night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um. Frita Fridays. Frita Fridays. Yeah, nigga. Have the whole garden smelling like Frita, niggas. Ah, can you Pass, imagine? Passing out patties, nigga. Yeah. Bring, the, bring the Haitian carnival into halftime. I mean, the, 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 the Caribbean festival yeah. into halftime. Yeah. Um, and, oh, fuck. I really lost what I was going to say. We'll come back. Um, but yeah, like all these things that are just there's these little subtle things that are important for representation within the city. Um, and um, it just felt good. I, I went in, I went to Concepts and I picked up a hat um, from them because I just felt like I had to get that. How much hat. that run you? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Why you see, see how niggas be doing? <laughs> Trying to like, you, fell for. you, you know the feds is listening. They're like, you didn't put that on your taxes. You wrote this off on your taxes. <laughs> Fuck around, get me audited. Um, um, yeah, yeah. So, um, 
Shout out to them for doing that. Even though it's a subtle thing, it's not a big deal, but it is a big deal. It is a big deal. Because it, what, big it, deal. what it did was, and people were like, and what I love, what was interesting to see is like, because you know, Dion, who at Concepts put it, when he put it up on his on his Instagram, and then they're like, yo, what, what flags are we missing for the next time? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And like people were putting things and it's like people, somebody was like Irish flag and he's like, and he's like, yeah, I forgot what his response was, but it's like, but it's like, I think that like the conversation, bro, like the conversation needs to be had because it's always about like, why do certain people feel like they're underrepresented? Like why? It's like when I, when I, when I mentioned, cause I got into this thing on Twitter about when I, when I, um, mentioned about how the Celtics should do things to honor, like we'll still be the Celtics, but we can, Oh, that's what I was going to say. I was wishing when I picked up the hats, right. And I went to go pick up the hat and a guy was like, Oh, like I wish they had my, to do that work there. He's like, I was like, he's like, yeah, we still got some Haitian ones left. We only have like two left. And luckily they had my size. And he was like, yeah, I just wish they had, I wish they had my flag. I wish they had my flag. And, um, but they did what they didn't. And I was like, Oh, what's your flag? He's like, I'm from the Bahamas. My family's from the Bahamas. Mm. And I was like, damn, you know, like I wish that there was something that we had to really, to signify the Caribbean as a whole, mm. you know, cause the Caribbean has so many different islands mm. that have so many different distinct cultures mm -hmm. that are side by side with each other. Like you got the three biggest ones is you got, Haiti population of like 10 million mm. DR population of like 10 million. And you got like Jamaica population of like 3 million. Mm. I'm always shocked by how small the population that Jamaica has, mm. but the impact that they have, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, they have a bigger yeah. impact than Haiti and DR, yeah, but they're yeah. such a small island. Shout yeah. out to all the Jamaicans. You know what I mean? out there uh, of course it's like, yeah. you know, so much, it's just like, it's just like New York. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This little Island, mm -hmm of Manhattan mm -hmm. in, in the Bronx, in, 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 in on Brooklyn and Queens, that little, you know, those five boroughs fucking birth so much, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but anyways, I wish that there was something, a symbol, a flag that could represent the entire Caribbean. So nobody felt left out. That's very tribal you know? of you. Huh? I fuck with that. Yeah. You know, and that is what I feel like, like a team like the Celtics should do for a week or our 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 our, our thing or something edition jerseys or our, I forgot which one it is I think it's the um the 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 heritage edition jerseys represent like Boston and its Caribbean roots and its Caribbean population that so no one can feel left out you know, and, and we can do that. And then also we can honor, cause we've done, um, we've done low Celtics jerseys in the yeah. past. Yeah. Um, we could do something that could fucking represent the Caribbean people. You know, I don't know whether we put it in French or whether we put it in Creole Absolutely or whether we will we'll, we'll put it in Creole <laughs> or we put it in, in, um, Spanish, but something to honor Haiti, Cuba, um, Dominican Republic, Martinique, St. Lucia, Cuba. fucking, Ooh. um, yeah, <laughs> you know, all of these, I think all that's of when, uh, things get a little hairy there. <laughs> when you mention the, uh, cues. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's, that's really what I was, um, 
it led me to think about that, you know, and like how that is just important. And I hope that I wish that there was something, maybe I could do some more research. Cause I know there's like, you can go back and you can think of like the, I'm sure Hispaniola itself had a flag, um, itself, but, um, um, which also leads me to, I mean, we like, I don't even want to talk about it because I know y'all didn't watch in the Heights or uh, did y'all hear any? Oh, of I heard about it, but I didn't watch it. And I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. 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 Watch what? In the Heights. I definitely didn't watch that. Yeah. 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 I'm um, not doing any more free promo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, because the NBA is sending us checks. Hey, hey, I don't know about y'all. Oh, that's in the quiet part out loud. That's in the quiet part out loud. My fault. My fault. Uh, Carry on. Yeah, yeah, in the heights. Yeah, whatever. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, that's that's another thing. I mean, we if y'all didn't watch it, y'all don't ever really know much about the whole though shit. It's no point. It's yeah, pointless. Know, yeah. But nevertheless, uh, colorism it's still part, exists. It's a part of it, okay. Yeah, and it's just it's just unfortunate. It's just yeah. unfortunate because it's a really really good movie. Mm. I shout out to Lin Manuel Miranda and all. It's a really really good movie. But at the end of the day, okay, I can now I know exactly what you're talking about. So Lin Manuel Miranda is that the same dude from uh, Hamilton? Hamilton. Uh -huh. Okay, all right. So I can imagine with the to your point about the uh, colorism, whatever you said. What do you mean that, that may have played out in the in the? Uh, it's a movie, right? Mm -hmm. That may have uh, played out in the movie. Did, are you referencing, like, was there an issue with the movie where, like, In the Heights? See, all right, let's, let's run through it real quick. So, In the Heights, what's in going the on? Heights, in the Heights was Limo's Manuel, Manuel's, Manuel Miranda's, his first Broadway show okay. that he wrote and produced and all, and all that shit okay. before Hamilton. Okay. And then Hamilton got him big, okay. of course, which got him the guy, you know, when niggas want to backlog your shit, what else yeah. did you do? Yeah. Oh, do you want to put in the heights back on Broadway? Okay. No, nigga, I want to produce the movie. Okay. Uh, you know what I mean? And they're going to produce the movie and they produce the movie. And like, the movie's a great movie. Okay. It is very much a great movie. And if you're a Hispanic person, you will be very proud. It's a great movie in it. And, but unfortunately what it did was when it comes to the casting of the movie, whitewashing, no, not whitewashing. Okay. Well, yes, sure. White, wait, not cause none of these people were white, Okay, but colorism, you know what I mean? In a sense of, in a sense of whitewashing to me, that's why I said not whitewashing. Whitewashing to me is literally, they put white people yeah. in these, in these roles when they, well, you know what I mean? When, no, no, that didn't happen, okay. but they put, but all of the cast members and most of the cast and most of the people with speaking roles all were of the light, lighter skinned Hispanic Caribbean fucking overall look. You know what I mean? And a lot of people that were Afro-Latino, a lot of darker skinned people um, that are Hispanic felt the like- The original Hispanic. The original, I mean, yes. Um, felt like it felt like that the, a movie like this went on to to just perpetuate the same things that they have been well, trying to see, that they've been seeing forever well i don't want to spend too much time talking about it and this goes to the point why i didn't want to talk about it because i thought that we would get to this point because when i think of lin-manuel miranda i think of you know hamilton like everything else but then when i got to to know the artist from the terms of, you know, seeing his work in the past. He's a great artist, don't get me wrong. Amazing, amazing, amazing. But this theme of colorism or whitewashing in his productions, 
Whether really? it was whether it was with Hamilton, where they talk about you do this whole production about this dude Hamilton, but you never when you do talk about the slave part of what Alexander Hamilton was and him being a slave owner, you you I can't think of the right word, but you don't acknowledge it you omit the way it? That, that 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 you what? Omit it? You omit it. Yeah, you omit it or you do not acknowledge it in a way that you should acknowledge it considering everything else you acknowledge about this person because this is a major aspect of their life as well. And then you pass that on over to this project where the where a criticism is, well, there are basically all these white Hispanics, where are all the dark-skinned Hispanics? Which is the, the crux of that argument, right? Or, or the crux of that criticism about uh, was it in, in the in the Heights? Yeah. Oh, I, I just never I never heard that about Hamilton. Yeah, I that that was an issue with Hamilton where like people were saying, look, you gloss over the fact if oh, I never watched Hamilton, so I'm talking about other people. Yeah, no, I've seen I've seen of Hamilton. Of it yeah, that related to Lin Manuel Miranda, and then. And then I followed a comment, basically the comments he made about it afterwards where he was basically like, well, what's the big deal type of a thing? And he's entitled to that because when you're an artist yeah, and I you're didn't... trying to put something out there, it's your vision of it. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. That's why the issue isn't necessarily you did something factually wrong here. It's just a criticism of how you decided to express this art because this is also an inside of you as an artist. People get to see how you see it. And when someone like you thinks of I'm going to write a play by Alexander Hamilton and I'm going to erase the fact that he was a slave owner and then someone like you does a film where the Latin, the Latino experience, correct me if I'm wrong, is at the centerpiece of your film and as a part of that, again, you exclude the effects of that Latino experience had or is not a part of black people. You know, mm-hmm. you, you exclude them once again, or you don't give them just due in your production or in your artistic view of them. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, it tells, it tells me a lot about him and how he views people of color mm-hmm. in his artistic expression. Uh, and particularly the way, not just in the work itself, but when you see, when you do a little research and just, not I me mean, do a little research, like you, like, you just I mean, but you know the, what I mean, but the reason why you I see his reaction to it. Yeah, uh, the, the that's reason. That's just my whole thing. Yeah, the reason, because I've seen Hamilton and the reason why, like, I don't have that, I don't have that, that feeling is because, I mean, the cast of Hamilton was all black. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and that was the whole point of Hamilton. It was, the point was, it's like, it's not like to, to like, to just, to, to, uh, to, make a hero out of Alexander mm-hmm. Alexander Hamilton. It yeah. was just a hip hop twist on a history thing and they chose Alexander Hamilton. It's all black cast, et cetera, et cetera. And it like and in that and in the the that the advent of that that um that show, it birthed a lot of stars, mm-hmm. a lot of black stars mm-hmm. um from Hamilton. So that's why like when I hear criticism like that from him, I'm like uh, I don't know if that I'm not saying that's your criticism I'm saying that that's the things that you heard yeah. I don't know if that's 100% fair to, to Lin-Manuel because that's not what I that's not what I that's not what I felt when I saw because I've seen Hamilton and, I, and I've seen In the Heights and that's and that's not what I felt when I saw In the Heights it was just different yeah. I didn't feel any of that with Hamilton 
at all mm-hmm. um because it's a, it's it's a play it's like it's not meant to like i would if you put that in there it would have been weird it would it would have just been like because it's not about a play to like i said to like make a hero out of hamilton mm-hmm. um um but i mean yeah it's a more it's a comical play it's like i don't need it to be it's not supposed to be historically accurate you know what i mean like it's a play um but um, when it comes to this, when when it like so, I don't have any of those expectations when it came to Hamilton. But when it comes to in the Heights, I understood where where there was a huge oversight. Mm-hmm. There was extremely huge oversight when it came to casting, you know, and when it came to casting and people with voice voice parts. And it's um. And the thing that really made it made it bigger than it what it was is when the cast was asked about it, and they completely just fumbled it. <laughs> they completely fumbled I'm it. Stunned. Like they completely you mean just. The, you mean the cast gave, of non-black people when confronted with a question regarding, hey, how come there's any there's not any other black people with speaking roles in your film? Didn't know what to say. Or, or no. better yet, their reaction no. wasn't. Yeah, they didn't. You can, they didn't. I'll let you finish. They did it. not know what to say. It's mm. they said they said the wrong answers. Mm. That's that's what it came to. Like mm. I said, we don't want to spend too much time yeah. on it, but y'all can look it up for yourself. It's just it's just unfortunate because it's like, dog, you were thinking twenty twenty one, and and you you got all these people that you're supposed to be woke and you're supposed to get it and mm. you're supposed to do it you know what i mean all this other shit whereas it's like people don't understand it but that but the thing is is that people don't understand that and what movies like in the heights perpetuate intentionally or unintentionally is the fact that people don't know that hispanic people especially from the caribbean like this movie was about it wasn't about people from spain it was about Mm. people from the caribbean they don't understand that they all look like you and me yeah everywhere you go yeah whether you're in cuba dr jamaica haiti they all look like you and me and they they also look like you and me in brazil yeah they also look like you and me in guyana they also look like you and me in all these fucking places Mm -hmm. You know, but movies like in the Heights, what they do is create is continually perpetuate that idea that and whitewash that. Yeah. That, that European, European, more European, um, appearance is what is prominent and what is desirable in the Caribbean. Um, I heard they just cast but, Matthew McConaughey as, uh, John Toussaint Louverture. Yeah, yeah. For they the did. film about the Haitian Revolution. Yeah, and Leonardo I think, I think, Di- I think Matthew's going to knock it out. Yeah, listen. I think he's going to give us quite the delivery. Yeah. Quite and, the uh, delivery. Yes, 100%. And I heard that uh, they tapped um, Leonardo DiCaprio to play um, Duvalier. Mm. Yeah, they got mm. they got Duvalier. They, they, you know, they they doing the whole history of Haiti. Yo, and, John you know, Voight slated to be a Papa Doc. He should be. It's about to get real serious. He should be. Here. You think we'll get Angelina Jolie ah! in it? No, she mm-hmm. might if, if they cancel John. You know what I mean, yeah, she ain't I mean, working with her daddy no more. She yeah, that's true. That that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, but um, well, I don't know what time it is, dog. But uh, what else? Bill, Bill hasn't traded Stephen Gilmore yet. Stefan. Stefan. I, I call him Stephen. I call him what Bill calls him. Bill calls See, him. See, this is why we're gonna get fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. I'll, Mr. Gilmore ain't gonna make it. Not with a track history of Bill Belichick. He, he, he's due his money. He deserves to get his money. 
But he ain't gonna get it from the Patriots. Anytime, man. anytime anybody deserves any money from Bill, you ain't gonna get it. You like a that's like a crackhead. You trying to get money <laughs> off a crackhead. You ain't getting no money off of Bill Belichick. That is not going to happen. Bill Belichick literally, he said, Stefan, you want more money last year? I'm gonna take the money off we what we gonna owe you next year, and I'm gonna give it to you now. <laughs> that's what he did. That's what he did. <laughs> Bills are cold as pip out in this game, dog. Yo, yo. No one's saying, dog. Bills, nigga, Bills. Bills are cold, He's motherfucker. He's a cold, calculated nigga. What the f- yeah, man. He's a cold dude. He imagine Bill ran a block. <laughs> motherfucker like BB. BB was out here running running the block. Man. He'd be like Marlo. Be the price of the brick is going up. It's going to stay consistent, too. Two more. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas better tighten up Man I, I don't know I, 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 Listen Every time I think of Bill Belichick In situations like this This is the situation I always recall in my mind We all know the clip Patriots Practice I don't know if it was Camp or whatever Terry Glenn, our top number one wide receiver One of the top five receivers in the, in the game at that, During that era Top 10 at worst. He's in a situation where he's like, I'm not really trying to be practicing like that. Y'all owe me a little bit of money too. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do what most players do in this situation. Bullshit. Slack off a little bit. This is video clip of Terry Terry Glenn stretching. All right. R.I.P. May you rest in power. Bill Belichick walks up to him while Terry Glenn's in like the downward dog pose or something, doing some type of stretch. Real quick. When did rest in power become a thing? Huh? When did rest in power become a thing? I don't know. Happy born day and shit like that. When did yeah, what, what happened gosh. to birthday? Birthday ain't good enough, dog. Get with the times. Times right, change. Right, don't, right. Hey, don't don't be a conservative sorry, about it. I'm sorry. Get with it to get lost. All right, sorry. So Terry Glenn's there stretching. Bill walks up to him, and Bill's just like, you know that thing you do when you when you have a whistle in your hand, you're just swinging it. Like the decision's already been made. You just let this motherfucker know what's happening. And Bill does his this like shoulder shrug at the end of the conversation. He just walks away. And I never really Bill Belichick. I don't know if he was like that was his first year or second year with us. I'm pretty sure that was his first year with us. So either way, for me, it was my first time paying attention to this coach. And in that moment, I knew Terry Glenn is gone. <laughs> I don't know what that conversation was about. I don't know what words were said, but I know body language. And Terry Glenn is gone. And under that context, all I knew was Terry Glenn felt a certain kind of way about how the Patriots were treating him, either financially or whatever, was slacking in practice, not coming to practices and stuff like that. And Bill Belichick traded his number one wide receiver. Bonafide. And, and Terry Glenn was a bad man back then, too. Bonafide number one guy. He earned that. When he was that those three to five year period when he was up to up to that level, right? Mm-hmm. And he traded him. Ever since then, I knew Bill Belichick was a bad man. He was. Yeah. Stevie, Stevie Gilmore, I'm, you're gone. It was nice knowing you. It was nice knowing you. Damn, you re- you you downloaded just let Stefan go like that? I downloaded let him go. What choice That's do we have in this matter, like. Jack? That's what, what you choice like. do we have in this matter when Bill Belichick hey, nigga. makes his decisions? Yeah, but when we getting lit up over the middle, nigga. Hey, like, I saying the decisions right. Yeah. I hope it don't happen. But what, 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 what me hoping that Bill Belichick don't trade a motherfucker that I know he's about to trade. 
I ain't doing that to myself no more. That's that's true. I ain't doing that to that's myself true. no more. I mean, that's true. I get it. We love you, Ste- Stefan. So, You're yeah. great. I Shut ran into you at a movie theater once. You a cool dude. <laughs> My claim to fame. <laughs> yeah, my claim to fame. <laughs> Stefan, yeah, I don't know if Stefan's going to make it, man. But I feel like if he, if he wasn't going to make it, we would have cut him already. I mean, I mean we would have traded him already. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that, that's the thing with me. It's mm-hmm. like, it's, um, that's why I feel like I would not be surprised if anything happens. Yeah. But I feel like they are going to figure something out for this season. Well, and well, he's going to play for us this season. But it wouldn't be surprised if he gets traded. Well, if they really want to figure something out, they figure out what the fuck about to do with Cam. I don't think Cam. Listen, I don't. I'm not. I don't feel comfortable with Cam Newton as our starting quarterback from a healthcare point of view. Why? I feel that his body is gonna truly betray him this year with us. I don't see him. I don't see him be staying healthy through the season. Okay. I think this is going to be another injury real season for Cam, where he's might start the season and be out by week three, week two with some type of injury, and he's gone for five, six, seven weeks. That's the vibe I'm getting right now. Why is that? Because he jammed his thumb. The, the, the jam of the thumb is the most recent thing, but it's just like when I just look at him throughout his career, like in the way that he plays, he takes a lot of hits. So he's still suffering the consequences for a hit he took three, four years ago. And there's a hit he took six years ago that still ain't reared its ugly head yet, you know? So I just feel like it's when you get when your player who's playing for what year is he's what, year eight, year nine now? Cam? If not more? I don't know. I, I'm not even sure. Check, Alec, can you, can you check that for me? How many years yes, Cam is in? But, and this is football I, I too. Say, I, I just get that vibe least, that. I would say he's at least year nine. I just get that vibe with Cam that his body is going to be paying, paying a lot of issues this year. So I hope you, that's not the case, but that's just the vibe I'm getting from him. And, and, and just, ugh. I don't feel comfortable with him as I started quarterback. Not in his ability, other than his ability to stay healthy for us and start and finish the entire season. So what do you think we should do? Shit. Well, it's too late to trade back for Jimmy. And Tom still isn't answering our phone calls. I don't know what the problem is. We told him we could make it right. But, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you got a new girl or something. I don't know. I ain't got the answers, Chad. No, no, I'm just asking you for, got the answers. I'm I'm for, real, like for real answers. I'm, I'm like, on a spot like that. Nah, I ain't I mean, got the answers. Yeah, I mean. I ain't got the answers. I mean, Cam, Cam is, um, I'm not worried. I'm not worried because I think that he has a better, much better, like, 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 Josh McDaniels talked about like he has a much better grasp of the offense now. Mm-hmm. He has all the things like, dog, here's, here, here's, here's some shit for perspective. Cam wasn't even signed this time last year. Mm-hmm. There are no TAs. There are no, he wasn't signed a month from now. You know what I mean? He was signed the end of July. You know what I mean? So it's like all the, I'm expecting from Cam. And even with that, like we said, we had that conversation, even with Cam, I feel like we still could have made the playoffs last year. He's in if, his 11th year. 11th year. Yeah. Um, so like I feel like I feel like he won't be taking 
and they have and they have they have one year of tape on him josh josh just to see how he moves what he's comfortable with what he's this what he's that you know what i mean so it's like really um like really just taking the time to like I th- I just really think he has a much he's in a much better position now. So even with the mistakes that he made and the hits that he made and and the and the offense is more built around him now to protect and insulate him like a true quarterback, you know. And then that way when he does run, he it's not scrambling and it's more designed and he has his openings and he knows his lanes and he knows where they're going to be and this, that, and third so he can slide and not take as much hits and things like that. All of that is what my what I think is going to happen. Also, it is mixed with some wishful thinking, mm. of course, as well. I'm so not going to appreciate your honesty. I'm not going to act like I think everything is going to be all fucking roses. It's not. There's going to be times where things look a little rough and things like, you know, because as we get better, other teams in the league get better, you know? So I'm not going to expect us to come out like gangbusters, but I do expect for us to look like a much better cohesive unit next year. And I do not want Mac Jones starting. I don't like, I don't like people. And and I said this the other day, like people acting like hoes, man. Like they, they, (laughs) they, they, one time, the first time in Ever the, the Patriots will fucking have a QB controversy and these niggas is, is counting they they completions in minicamp. They counting how many balls were dropped. They counting how many times. When the fuck was the last time niggas was paying paying attention to minicamp? When's the last time niggas was paying attention to the train? Like shit, like motherfuckers ain't won six Super Bowl rings, dog. Yeah, like, I because they haven't seen a rookie you're quarterback you, in a minute. They haven't seen a rookie quarterback in a long time. So they think that Mac Jones making completions in the in and of course when they of course when um when when I look at the at the at the at how the shit came down to minicamp today. Kim played played great, and, and Mac Jones got fucking picked off three times and all this <laughs> other shit. But you don't hear none of that. You don't hear none of it. Not a single word. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, um, um, QB from Alabama's already in high praises from Boston Sports. Y'all media. niggas gotta calm I'm down. Stunned. Y'all gotta calm I'm the fuck down with this shit. Um, well, I'm done with all my soliloquies, man. Yeah, I mean. Is that is that it? Everything we did, we did a fucking extra an hour and like almost twenty minutes. Um, Gave Lin Manuel way too much airtime. We did for that check. We did, we did get Lin. Yeah, we did get Lin Manuel. I'm waiting for that check. Yeah, we got to keep it quiet. Expect a letter when they do fucking (laughs) in in fucking Dorchester, nigga. We're gonna be there when in fucking. In the heights, in the in the in 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 the plains, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we might get tapped for that shit. We can't be talking shit about all these people, Jeremy. Especially niggas with money, especially we, niggas with newfound money. Um, I'm not new money. I'm just quiet money. Yeah. Do we even know what episode this is? It doesn't even matter, man. Like it doesn't matter. But, but, but what episode number? It yeah. Is. Like I, I, I lastly. I'm if Kawhi is really done, I'm done with the playoffs. I'm really not even watching it no more. Are you still? Are y'all still watching it? Like, um, may I probably watch the Nets? I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. Right, I get it. Like, so, KD only, but yeah. Who did we have? Who did we have winning it? Like, I still had. I had Nets Clippers in the finals. Who did you have in the finals? Nets Clippers. And yeah, we all agreed on Nets Clippers, and then I, I don't think, unfortunately, I don't think that's gonna happen. So I'm out. I'm out. This NBA season has been done for me, and and like I'm on to better, bigger, and better things, my nigga. I'm watching. I'm watching. 
Patriots mini camp. Mini camp, nigga. <laughs> fuck it. Like, Talking shit about Mac yeah, Jones. Yeah, 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 exactly. What else like, are we I'm doing? That. The, 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 the steak has arrived. Yeah. Just so we're clear here, and I think everybody understands this, when it comes to Boston sports, it's the Patriots and everybody else. Yes. Like, y'all are merely the appetizers until football season runs around. Like, even with baseball. I'm like, yeah, I'll mention baseball today, but Patriots minicamp is going on. I don't give a fuck about what's going on I'm pretty sure fucking June. I'm pretty sure. we. we, I gave you more statistics about about Mac Jones and minicamp (laughs) than I gave you the Red Sox current record. Like, I give a fuck. Which is stellar. Which is stellar. I'm sure it is. Which is stellar. But even if it wasn't, it's too early. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said. We paid our dues. Like I said, we don't win. You you don't win a pennant. You don't win a World Series in July, in, in in May and June, but you sure do lose one. Absolutely. And the Red Sox have not lost one. Shout yep. out to Rafael Devers. Yep. Shout out to uh, Xander Bogart. Chris Sales is coming uh, back. Uh, yeah, shout out to Chris Sales who's on his way back. Shout out to um to Verdugo. Shout out to JD Martinez. Shout out to um Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is a this is like a shout turn. Out to David of, Ortiz, you still get your shout out. Yes, absolutely. Copy. Absolutely. Um, our Dominican king. <laughs> um, yeah, shout out to the Red Sox. A fucking Z. And shout out to the Bruins. Shout out to the Bruins. They took that major L in between um, episodes and fuck the Islanders. Um, y'all, y- you know what I mean? Who the fuck? Like, Disrespectful. These, these obscure ass fucking New York teams that like... That's the shit about hockey. It's always some fucking team that has that sucked forever mm-hmm. that comes in and knocks off your favorite team and then they go on to win the championship and that's how we get the Tampa Bay Lightning winning <laughs> teams in Florida winning fucking the North Carolina Hurricane winning the Carolina Hurricane the winning Las Stanley Vegas Cups. Knights. Yeah, they get the, the fuck, fuck out of here, man. On that note, peace the fuck out. Fuck the NHL. <laughs> fuck the New York Islanders. Fuck Zeno Chara. Shout going. out to Zeno Chara, but fuck Zeno Chara, Chara for switching teams. Shout out to Brad Marchand. Shout out to Patrice, shout out to Patrice Bergeron. Shout out, shout out to um, Patrice. Um, Patrice. Shout out to Tyler Sagan, and 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 I'm out. Shout out to Garas. Shout out to Lucky. Uh, shout out to Lucky. Yo, you ain't shit. You ain't shit. Jeremy ain't shit. Jeremy ain't shit. Shout out to Lucky. Shout out to Kyrie's ankle. Peace. Peace.